I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. You are listening to Toy Boy at your service. God, I love toys. I just got another one. I'm from Brooklyn, and I've wanted a hammock ever since I was a kid, and I saw one in my cousin's backyard in the suburbs. And the best part of this hammock is that it is a present from our artist daughter, Chris. Ever since she was a little kid, Chris has been daddy's girl, and you might be able to tell this hasn't changed, even though she is now the all-grown-up mom of three great kids of her own. My lady Wonder Wench and I are more than a little proud of Chris. She is now a successful muralist. As a matter of fact, if you get a chance, go check on her website. Her website address is roomdesigns.info. Lying in a hammock. That's always seemed like the ultimate lazy toy to me. I mean, you sit on a chair. You know, you sit on a couch. So you can get up and run around quickly if the phone rings or the house catches fire or something like that. But you lie in a hammock. A hammock wraps itself around you. You know, it... It cuddles you. Phone rings, oh well. Toy boy is unavailable at the moment. Please leave your name and number. You know, got a fire going? Well, if you brought some marshmallows, toast one and bring it on over to Toy Boy's hammock. Now, toys are not necessary. I'll grant you that. But some people call them useless, and that's absolutely ridiculous. Because toys help you to have a happy childhood, no matter what the calendar says which is important for my fellow Louie Louie generation guys because most of us are not going to be called boy toys anymore, but we can always be toy boys. It's a big difference. Uh, A toy boy is not just a dyslexic boy toy. You know? You got that? It's going to be a pop quiz. I have a front door map in the shape of a baseball home plate, and it says home right on it. Makes you feel like like you got home safe every time you step on it. I have a a weather clock toy that tells the exact time, the temperature inside and outside, and the weather forecast for the next three days, and I love it, because weather forecasts that far ahead are never right. But I just love competing with the TV weather guys and the government aircraft weather forecasters, and my toys ride pretty much as often as they are. Makes you feel superior. (laughs) I have a little voice recorder thing you can put in your shirt pocket so if a million-dollar idea hits you while you're driving, you can just record it so you remember it. Listen. Go ahead. Buy the alarm clock. Go ahead. (laughs) That's not a million-dollar idea. It's about another toy that I saw in a catalog, and I'm trying to talk myself into getting it. This thing's called a runaway alarm clock, and it has wheels on it. And when it goes off in the morning, it runs away from you and it hides. So you have to get up and find it to turn it off. Of course, I figure when that happens, you don't want to have your voice recorder thing going because you'll probably be using words that you won't find in most dictionaries. Then there's my voice-activated R2-D2. He's about a foot and a half tall, and if you tell him to walk or turn around, he'll do it. He'll actually play tag with you. I'm not sure how they do that, but it's fascinating. And it sings songs from Star Wars. I told you about my pneumatic plastic potato launcher. 
the one that uh, my next door neighbor Randy and I, we, we both have one of these things. And uh, we, we've claimed that it is simply defensive. We're defending our borders from each other, you know. But I, I must admit, I launched a preemptive attack uh, a couple of weeks ago. We'll get into that some other time. I, I have my eye now on an upgrade to that weapon system. It is a pump-action marshmallow shooter. And this thing's supposed to shoot marshmallows 30 feet. And this is the kind of thing that every neighborhood warlord needs. See, it even has a gizmo that projects a, a red light to help you sight in on your target. It's kind of James Bondish. Betcha I could hit an open mouth from 20 feet away with that sucker, you know? Pow! Toy Boy strikes again. Of course, some toys are really practical. Well, well, sort of. We have one of those robot carpet sweepers around here, and it's really neat. It does a pretty good job of chasing you around as it's sweeping the carpet. And if things are bugging me, I have this bug vacuum cleaner. You, you sneak up on the bug, and you push the button, and it sucks the bug in there, you know, and then it makes this very satisfying zap sound. One of the great toys that I had as a kid was a bathtub submarine. It had a wind-up motor, and you put it in the bathtub, and it would submerge and then surface and attack your bar of soap. They've got remote-controlled battery-powered subs now. But there's no sense in buying one of those because I don't have a bathtub anymore. I just take showers. It's one of the terrible things that happens when a Louie Louie generation toy boy has to grow up. Dicks to tails. Some fascinating but absolutely useless stuff that you can stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake out the other ear and you can nod off to sleep. Sex is better than jogging. You knew that, didn't you? No, a good sexual workout burns about 200 calories, which is as much as a 15-minute run. It was this study that they did that found that the Louie Louie generation guys who had sex at least three times a week slashed their risk of dying from heart disease in half. In half! Are you listening, Wonder Wench? Of course, if their wives or girlfriends didn't know about it, they probably doubled their risk of dying from poisoning or gunshot wounds. So that's something that's important to think about. Well, what an interesting survey to take. If you have sex three times a week at least, slashes your risk of dying from heart disease. I'd volunteer for that survey, wouldn't you? A full bladder is about the size of a softball, which is probably where we got the expression, bladder up. Each of the Statue of Liberty's fingernails weighs 100 pounds. They used to weigh 150 pounds, but she's been biting her fingernails a lot lately with the way things are going. Dicks to tails. They take your mind off your mind. We keep talking about the Louis Louis generation, folks who remember with great fondness how much fun that it was doing so many dumb things with that song as the background music of our lives. Nowadays, when we hear snap, crackle, and pop in the morning, might not be our Rice Krispies. And we're looking forward to the new senior version of Campbell's Alphabet Soup with the large letters. But you know what? As long as they don't ask you for your money up front when you eat out... It ain't over till it's over. And it doesn't have to be over at all. All you got to do is find somebody to go with you as you duck and hide 
when it's time for growing up. Growing up is faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive. It jumps the tallest people with a single crunch. Growing up teaches you that you'll never catch a squirrel. It chases you in out of a summer rain. It warns you not to laugh too loud. It sits you on a chair instead of the rug. It keeps your shoes on. Growing up disguises you. It hides your kid name that means something like shorty or hot lips behind a Mr. or Ms. It even makes you answer when a clerk shouts, next. Growing up means no more trying to look through walls with x-ray vision or running fast enough to really fly, even when you're wearing new sneakers with Superman's signature right there on the ankles. It's finding out that the new moon isn't really God smiling down at you so you won't be afraid in the night. It's finding out that your father isn't the strongest man on the block. But if you're a boy, you mustn't cry about it. And you mustn't kiss him goodbye. Even when inside, you're afraid that he might not be back. Growing up is carefully learning the differences between the good guys and the bad guys. And it's finding out that you're a bad guy for liking the touch and feel and scent of people. You mustn't even touch yourself. Growing up is trying to hire Santa Claus. I'm no Peter Pan trying to hide in Never Neverland. I just like cold chocolate milk better than martinis. And I'd rather play crazy backyard football with some friends than watch perfection on the tube. And worst of all, sometimes I have to admit I cry. I'm no Peter Pan looking for a Wendy to mend my socks and cook my supper. I have a mother. One's my quota. I'm me. I'm looking for you. I want your inner quiet. I need your center of gravity. Will you risk letting me mean so much to you that you scream inside? Will you risk lying naked and defenseless in late sleeping mornings with me? And on other mornings, will you risk being late for work because you look so soft that I must have you once again thoroughly before you go? Will you risk wet floors and thunderstorms because the cool breeze and fresh grass smells so good that it's worth leaving the window open and chancing a sudden drenching shift in the wind? Will you risk walking with someone who likes to admire tall buildings even when he's not a tourist? Someone who gets more interested in how a hot dog tastes than whether he gets mustard on his shirt. Will you risk a life of wildflowers? Or those runty little roses that they sell in subways? Because orchids have a price, and I don't want to sell all of my life. Will you risk your life with a Clark Kent like me? I think you and I could help each other get over growing up.
That's a story called Growing Up. It's from the personal audio CD called Love and Touch. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or you can go back to DickSummer.com, download a fresh copy from CD Baby, and whatever works for you. Well, what have we learned? Well, toy boys aren't just dyslexic boy toys. God loves boys who love toys, I'm here to tell you. And we are lurking everywhere. And we have fun. And if you're a Louie Louie generation lady and all of your wild oats haven't been turned to prunes and bran, one of us might be looking for you. As a matter of fact, come to think of it, even if you're not yet a full-grown Louie Louie generation lady, one of us might be looking for you anyway. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.